Joyce Bush, faithfully speaking the truth in love with gratitude for good. Thank you so much for joining us. We, You may have noticed um, we have a new name, Gratitude for Good, which is some um, anonymous uh, with the name of our website, gratitude4good.com. That's gratitude, the number four, good.com. Please excuse the looming technical difficulties which may appear throughout this episode, which remain unresolved. Nevertheless, I press on. God is faithful. This is episode 16, entitled Worth Your Salt. Today, salt is cheap and readily available. But in ancient times, it was a valuable commodity. Although salt is the sixth most abundant commodity on earth, retrieving it in a pure form was difficult. In New Testament times, it was the primary means of preventing food spoilage. Pure salt was so precious it was sometimes used to pay wages. That's what the expression about good workers being worth their salt originated. Jesus declares Matthew 5.13, Ye are the salt of the earth. Implies that we are the salt in this world and we become distinct from it. John 17 15 through 16. But just as salt affects whatever it touches, so should we. Stanley 2020. We have our command, Mark 16, 15, Go ye therefore unto all the world and preach the gospel. That does not mean just solely standing in a pulpit. God uses each believer in ordinary and unique ways, guided by the Holy Spirit, to accomplish his purpose here on earth. Our lives are meant to make an impact for Christ. How? Preservative. Christians help preserve society from spiritual and moral corruption by offering people the gospel, 2 Peter 1, 4 as a penetrating agent. Salt penetrates and spreads throughout whatever it touches. As the disciples proclaimed the gospel, it permeated the entire Roman Empire. 
Acts 13, 49. And this process is still happening today throughout the world as Christianity touches every area of the globe. Stanley, 2020. Salt makes thirsty. From a spiritual perspective, that means desirable and attractive. But here is the caveat. Salt must remain pure to be useful. In the first century, salt was gathered from evaporated seawater, but sometimes impurities were scraped up as well. If the concentration of contaminants was too high, the salt became worthless. So it is with our lives today, the lives of believers. When we engage strong relationships who influence us, in the way of the world. Jesus warned his followers of this possibility in their lives, saying, if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under the foot of men. Matthew five, thirteen. Christians are to be uncontaminated by the world. That's why Paul said, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12.2 Sin is like dirt in salt. It corrupts our lives, ruins the flavor of Christianity for all who know us, and makes us use less to God and makes us useless to God. Let's remain pure, uncontaminated salt by continuing to walk in obedience to Christ. If you do, you'll keep making a difference in the world. When you live with integrity and keep your behavior excellent, God can use you to create a thirst for Christ in others that could impact them for eternity. Stanley 2020. What a blessing! Remember, beloved, godly love is sometimes hard and other times soft. The texture of our behavior ought to change according to what is appropriate. And knowing what is appropriate is one of the characteristics of God's love. Here are four commands that we can obey as we walk by faith and not by sight. Number one, use good judgment and stay calm in a spirit of prayer. 1 Peter 4.7 Realize God is in control. Don't live in a frenzy. Don't panic. Number two, don't be anxious. Philippians 4 and 6, the secret is prayer. Number three, stay fervent. Intensity and determination. Fervent in love for one another. 1 Peter 4. Be hospitable, and number four, be hospitable toward one another. 
1 Peter 4, 9, and John 15 and 12. We need love that quickly forgives and willingly overlooks. Love that you just naturally fall into their arms. But others are so hard to love. You have to work overtime at it. There's something about their nature that's abrasive and irritating. You know the type. Some, God help me today, some are the opposite of magnets. They repel. Oh, Lord, love them through me, Lord Jesus. Yet, even they need our love. We are called to love the unlovely perhaps more than the others. How very important that we stretch fervently to love each other. Love covers a multitude of sins. That's a whole lot of wrongdoing. 1 Peter 4 and 8. The sins of the loved, not the lover. The sins of the loved, not the lover. Love is willing to forget as well as forgive. That is something that most of us are just not willing to let go of. We can um, uh, forgive, but j- just can't forget it. It, it, just, it, just keeps, it just keeps coming back. It keeps roaring back. Uh, he did it or she did it. I, 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 just can't, I, I just can't get it out of my mind. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you let go of it prayerfully ask and um, he, the Lord will through the Holy Spirit help you to let it go, delete it, uh, overcome it, refuse it, reject it in Jesus' name. Again, we're talking about um, Worth Your Salt, episode number 16 today. And thank you so much again for uh, stopping in, check to listen in understand that you could be somewhere in another time and space across the internet with somebody else somewhere. Thank you so much for stopping by to listen in to Gratitude for Good. May it be a blessing to you and an encouragement and inspiration to you. It is a great way to look at life. Questions like, why am I here in this situation? Why haven't this turned out the way I imagined? How did I end up in this amazing position? Why did I get demoted? Why did I get promoted? I'm quoting from an article written by Pastor Frank Santoro from his sermon, Mirroring Daniel's Life in the Babylonian Captivity in Application to Today's Society. I've posted the link to his full article at gratitudethenumber4good.com on the website, gratitudethenumber4good.com. Check it out there, the full article, if you will. Pastor Santori writes, and I quote, Daniel could have concluded he was in the Babylonian Empire against his will. Simply because he was captured, he could have focused on his unfortunate circumstances and lamented his fate. Daniel understood that he was there to be salt and light in the darkness, 
to demonstrate the reality of the one true God and to compel these people to seek to know him too. How would your life change if you answered by reminding yourself that you are where you are, regardless of how you got there, to be salt and light to all those around you, to influence all those watching you who are touched by your presence in some way, so that everyone who comes into contact with you would catch your contagious faith in the only one who can say. End of quote. Again, please go to gratitude the number for good dot com to read the full article. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you on the next episode coming up uh, shortly incognito and we will talk to you then. Thanks again. Be blessed, stay safe, stay encouraged, and stay faithful. And Father, in the gracious name of Jesus, thank you so much for using me in such a wonderful way, my Lord. May your word forever go out to reach and heal and save the lost and edify and unify the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.